What is up everyone and welcome to 450 Wrestling and today we're going to be discussing Crown Jewel, the WWE Premium Live Event that aired last night and my god was I entertained by the last two matches on the card and everything else was great but those last two matches just really hit home for me and we will definitely talk about them later on. I am, of course, referring to Bianca versus Bailey in that amazing last woman standing match, and Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul for the undisputed WWE title. Man, what a show that last night was, but let's get into the other matches. Uh, the show started off with Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, which I was honestly a little disappointed in. I, I went to the Royal Rumble earlier in the year. Uh, and I saw their first match in which I thought was better than this one uh, last night and it just again it was just disappointing it was it felt like a Goldberg match honestly Bobby Lashley felt like Goldberg in that match I mean he I think he hit four spears right off the rip against Brock Lesnar which I wasn't necessarily a fan of I don't like um, spam fin wrestlers spamming their finishers on somebody especially off the rip in a match because then it just takes away the impact of the finisher because usually the opponent kicks out the pacing of the match i thought was uh pretty good it was short uh got straight to the point bobby lashley dominated brock lesnar i never in a million years did i think i'd be talking about a brock lesnar match in which brock lesnar was the um one getting beat up just very unlike Brock Lesnar, but Bobby Lashley was kicking Brock Lesnar's buttocks the other night, and Brock Lesnar got a lucky roll-up victory as he uh, countered the Hurt Lock for a roll-up 1-2-3, and Bobby attacked Brock Lesnar after the match in utter anger. Um, definitely another match is uh, bound to follow up this one. Wonder whether they'll um, go at it again on Raw, another pull apart brawl, or they'll save it for another big um, pay per view. Maybe they'll save it for Royal Rumble again. Maybe they'll save it for WrestleMania. Maybe Brock Lesnar will take a lot of time off and sell the beating that Bobby Lashley gave him. But we'll have to just wait and see. I'm definitely excited to see these two collide again, and hopefully, what will be a better all-around wrestling match. Following that match, we had a steel cage match between Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre. The second match in this feud, following their strap match at Extreme Rules, and... Uh, Drew took the W last night in that steel cage match as he, sir, as he was able to overcome the odds after getting pepper sprayed by Scarlet as he climbed the steel cage wall and jumped to the floor before Cross could sneak out the front uh, door of the steel cage. Uh, big win for Drew McIntyre. 
wonder if this will propel him back up to the main event. Maybe he'll challenge Roman again. Not sure. Um, maybe the he'll maybe he'll continue his feud with Cross. Maybe they'll have their third match in what would be a trilogy. Um, I will say this feud is not hitting as I thought it would. At least in terms of the reactions that the fan base uh, or the WWE fans are giving. The strap match got a uh, pretty uh, bad backlash. A lot of people said that the pacing of the match was slow and boring. Steel cage match, not many people liked it either, and I hate to say it, but I'm one of them. I don't know what it is about carrying cross matches, but I just cannot get fully invested in them. I don't know what it is, but I like Cross's character. I think it's um, the best part of him. I think it's what should be per portrayed the most, not his wrestling ability. Because I just don't. I don't know what it is. It's just I don't think of Cross as this insane wrestler. But his character work is great, and I think if Triple H keeps keeps nailing his presentation, especially right now, I think fans can look past his. Uh, recent uh, matches in which I would say aren't necessarily the best. But I am excited to see what becomes of this feud. Hopefully Cross goes over and he goes after the WWE Undisputed title, or at least hints at it. I thought they were going to go that route uh, when he first debuted, but I guess they're just going to build up for it. I think Cross as world champion would be very interesting. I mean, his run as NXT champion, I liked, even though his matches, again, weren't necessarily the best. I liked his uh, persona of just, I'm better than everybody else. Uh, Doomsday is here. I am I'm unstoppable. I would love to see that on the main roster as Cross being either Universal or WWE champion. I think he'd be a great heel champion. Hopefully, we will get to see that here in the future. I mean, this is ridiculous! What this is ridiculous! Play, Watch yourself here, Michael Cole. Balor, top rope! Coup de AJ Styles! Balor, cover! And the win for Judgment Day! Here your winner. Next, we had a six-man tag match. Judgment Day and the OC collided again uh, in what was a pretty solid six-man tag. I, um, I am liking this faction war between the Judgment Day and the OC. Uh, I do wish we were getting more of a feud between Finn Balor and AJ Styles, have them be the forefront of this faction war, but it just doesn't seem that's the case. I do like the direction that this faction war is going, and um, I definitely see those two headlining the war games. Uh, that definitely will be an entertaining match. Maybe they'll make it a mixed war games match. I doubt that will be the case, but the OC is looking for someone to combat Rhea Ripley. So maybe we'd have the first ever mixed uh, war games match in wrestling history. But a uh, solid. Um, six-man tag uh finn balor got the pin hitting uh, aj styles with a coup de grace after rhea ripley got involved again i am really enjoying the judgment days um 
booking as of late, I do think the Judgment Day can be the best faction in WWE if they're all booked right. I think Finn Balor is due for a main event push. I don't think that'll be coming anytime soon since Roman Reigns is on SmackDown and he currently has already beaten Finn Balor in a world title match. But I think once WrestleMania is done and dusted and Roman has probably lost the belts by then, I think if the Judgment Day's booking is still solid and well done, I think Finn Balor can definitely make that jump to the main event scene and finally get his uh, main roster world title reign that should have happened back in 2016 when he won the Universal title. I also want to see Rhea Ripley uh, make that jump to maybe capturing the Raw Women's title. I now think that she is the person that will defeat Bianca Belair. Uh, I'll talk more about Bianca's title reign later uh, when we cover her match with Bayley. But I do think Rhea Ripley is the person to defeat Bianca Belair. Uh, I mean, she's definitely the most over one in the group. And seeing her actually have a good Raw Women's title reign, I think, would be very refreshing and very intriguing. Up to the top rope who the hell was that? Wait, the... oh my goodness! Nikki Cross! Nikki Cross! What the hell is she playing? is down and out. The official never saw Nikki Cross. Damage control stands the title. Here we go, winner. What are you doing? We have new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Dakota Kai and Io Sky of Damage Control took the belts off of Alexa Bliss and Asuka after they just lost the belts to Bliss and Asuka seven days ago on Monday Night Raw, which is interesting, a very interesting booking decision from Triple H, but I can't be one to hate on it. I think Damage Control is the best, or they are the best women's tag team in WWE. There aren't really a ton of women's tag teams in the WWE as of as of this recording, but um, I do think Damage Control are the headliners of the women's tag team division, and hopefully once uh, those tag teams from NXT like Caden Carter and uh, Casey Catanzaro, I forget what her name is now, but once those guys are all good to come up, uh, teams like Toxic Attraction I think would be good. Once Triple H, I think, can actually build up an actual women's tag team division, I do think the belts will be treated more uh, prestigiously, uh, which is unfortunate, because I do think tag team titles are good for women's wrestling. It gives, it gives the other women on the roster something to do, uh, besides chase the one singles title. Maybe WWE will introduce a mid-card title to give more of those mid-card women chances to flourish. Because again, I do think um, there are a lot of women on the WWE roster that have nothing to do. Since the main event scene is mostly um, controlled by the four horsewomen and wrestlers like Bianca Belair. Hopefully we'll get to see a actual uh, solid 
tag team title reign between Dakota Kai and Io Sky, but nonetheless, uh, wouldn't be surprised if there was another surprise victory against the tag team champion since the women's tag team titles is currently just a hot potato title. Braun's got an opportunity. He lifts Omos up. He's got Omos up. He's got Omos up. Next on the card, we had the clash of the super heavyweights, Braun Strowman and Omos. I was not excited at all about this matchup. It's just Omos is just Omos. He is, in my opinion, the great Kali 2.0. Even MVP can't save him, and I respect that WWE is trying to make Omos into their next big ultra giant superstar but I, I he just doesn't hit in my opinion but nonetheless we got this match between him and Braun Strowman and honestly I was surprised the match was very slow paced obviously because they're both massive human beings but they actually gave them a pretty solid tv time or there is no tv time since the pay-per-view but they actually gave them a pretty good amount of time to wrestle out their match. Omos was moving around more, he was more mobile than he usually is in his matches. Usually Omos is just throwing and beeling his opponents into the corner, and then he'll give them the Punjabi plunge. <laughs> but uh, he actually had to be a little bit more mobile against Braun Strowman. But solid match, uh, if we're talking super heavyweights, which usually is a matchup that doesn't really hit well on the Dave Meltzer star spectrum. I think Braun Strowman and Omos uh, ex excelled. Uh, they had a lot of back and forth uh, between strikes, and Strowman was able to muscle up the seven foot three, four hundred plus pound giant into a running power slam for the one, two, three, and just an incredible feat of strength. Braun Strowman is the true monster among monsters y'all that's that's all i gotta say the true monster among all monsters wwe undisputed tag team titles were on the line uh the usos defended the belts against the brawling brutes a group that has grown on me a lot as of late i think uh, pete dunn or whatever we call him now butch and Rich Holland, I think, are really uh, starting to get over with WWE fans now that they're under the guidance of Sheamus, and it's really shown. Besides that, a great tag match between the Usos and the Brawling Brutes. The Usos retain the belts. Obviously, that's not a surprise. They already have been advertising their clash with the New Day for the belts, I believe, next week on SmackDown, which should be... I, th I believe it's the day the Usos would break the New Day's record as longest reigning tag champs in WWE history, which I'm very excited to see that match. I think they're really going to go balls to the wall again. Every New Day and Uso match, Usos match has been a classic in terms of WWE tag team wrestling, so I'm again very excited to see them clash again. I do think the Brawling Brutes will take the spotlight off the Usos for a second. I think the Brawling Brutes are definitely going to be one of the best.
better tag teams in the tag team division for the next couple years. Maybe they'll break up the faction at some point. Maybe let Pete Dunne go on his own and keep Ridge with Sheamus. I don't know what they'll do, but I think for now the Brawling Brutes are definitely going to be one of the best tag teams in the, in the Triple H main roster tag team division. Hopefully they'll get a run with the belts down the line. They had a great showing against the Usos. Definitely one of the best matches of the night. And the Usos would take the W, hitting the 1D off the top rope, if you want to take a listen to that right now. Are they kidding me? Oh, oh. 1D! Oh. One and done! Here are your winners, and still, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, Definitely a very unique spot. Definitely a very unique hard-hitting spot, and I liked the way that match ended. Usos retain against the Brutes, and we will see if they can break the New Day's record next week on SmackDown. Very excited again to see that matchup. Now on to arguably the match of the night, Bianca Belair took on Bailey in a last woman standing match for the Raw women's title. Man, their matches have been great. Each each time Bailey and Bianca have stepped in the ring during this feud, their quality in mat in their matches has just gone up. And this is definitely one of the best women's matches in WWE uh, this year, definitely. Uh, very very good very good match. Uh, the sp it was a little spot festy, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. They always um, took it up a notch. I mean, Bailey was driving around a golf cart at one point. Shades of Roman versus Kevin Owens from the Royal Rumble in 2021. Um, a KOD onto a chair, a powerbomb through a table, and a, a Bailey to belly onto the ramp. I mean, they, these two women went balls to the wall in this match, and it was amazing. Great match. Uh, Bianca Belair would defeat Bailey by pinning her under a ladder to uh, defeat her. Uh, if you want to take a listen, here is a clip from the match. To avoid the chair wasn't quite good enough. And now Belair sandwiched. Belair trying to do what Bailey has done throughout this entire matchup. That is Trap Bailey. Trap Bailey underneath the ladder. Pin Bailey against the ring post. Two. A count of two. Bailey's trapped. Is this legal call? Of course it is. There are no rules. Count of five. Bailey trying to get out. Bailey's trapped. Count of seven. Count of eight. By the third time Very interesting finish. Uh, reminds me of the one time uh, Cena and John Cena and Batista were having a match, I believe, for the WWE title. And John Cena, if I can recall correctly, taped Batista's uh, boots to the ring post. And Batista couldn't uh, get back to his feet, obviously, because his feet were taped to the ring post. I like the smarts of that finish. I like it. 
Bianca using her wits to defeat Bailey after just um, all-out violence wasn't enough. She had to use her smarts to defeat Bailey, and I thought that was a very cool way to end the match. Um, however, uh, now that Bailey has failed to defeat Bianca, who is next? Who who else is on the horizon for Bianca to face? Uh, this is where I, I guess, talk about Rhea Ripley. Uh, who I mentioned earlier, who I think is definitely the top contender for Bianca's title. She's the woman I think should defeat Bianca for the title. Um, but then again, if they're saving that for a bigger stage, where does Bianca go from here? Since Bailey, technically, in my opinion, should have beaten Bianca for the title. I think uh, Bailey being the forefront of damage control not having the title i think really hurts damage controls uh, booking as a faction you can't have a faction without the main leader not having a belt when the minor characters in the faction are holding belts it just makes bailey look like the weaker weaker link in the faction which shouldn't be the case since again she is the leader she brought yo sky and dakota kai up from nxt she should be the one <laughs> holding off, holding up her championship, not Yosuke and Dakota Kai. So maybe they're going for a different route here. Maybe they're going to have Yosuke and Dakota Kai turn on Bailey. That would be an interesting angle, since again, Yo and Dakota are champions and Bailey's not. Uh, so interesting to see what Bailey does from here. With Bianca, maybe you can go with uh, Nikki Cross. Could have Nikki Cross go after the championship. I don't know. I, I don't know. I Nikki Cross. I don't think is there yet. I don't think she's ready for a main event feud, uh, especially since she took a loss to Bailey on Monday Night Raw in her first match back as the lunatic, uh, uh, her old NXT character. Um, so that doesn't really fit uh, for me. I, I just, I, I don't know who you really go with to combat Bianca. I, I feel like the only true uh, contender you can throw at Bianca right now is Rhea Ripley. But I'm not sure if Triple H wants to pull the trigger on that big money match up until maybe the Royal Rumble. So, whoever Bianca's next challenger will be, uh, I, I'm intrigued to see who it is. Uh, but Bianca has definitely had one of the best women's title reigns of the past decade. It's been very, very entertaining. Her challengers have been uh, coming in bunches, and all of her matches have been stellar. Bianca is definitely the workhorse women's champion uh, of WWE, and she's definitely been one of the best women's champions WWE has had in years. Definitely... Um, Props to Bianca Belair for carrying the Raw Women's Division for the past year, along with Becky Lynch. Uh, but enough with that, on to the main event. Roman Reigns and Logan Paul duked it out for the undisputed WWE title. This was Logan's third ever professional wrestling match, and my goodness, was I proved wrong. I did not think this match was going to be any sort of competitive whatsoever. Yes, I knew Logan was an amateur wrestler back in his high school days. Yes, he has experience, but 
could he go with Roman Reigns? Were or was WWE going to give Logan Paul the chance to actually give Roman a run for his money? And they and they let him have his moment, and I am so glad they did. I was entertained from the opening bell to the until the one, two, three at the end of the match. Amazing performance from Logan Paul. Really proved his doubters wrong. I mean, he went balls to the wall. He went from mat wrestling Roman Reigns to stri exchanging strikes with Roman Reigns to jumping off the top rope through the announce table. Um, if, here are some highlights from that match just to give you guys context. just went all out and it was amazing obviously he wasn't going to win there's no reason for him to win you're not going to have a youtuber be your main champion you're going to have the guy that's been carrying the company for the last two years as your champion but i definitely think logan should do this again i definitely think logan should become a wrestler at least part-time I don't know if wrestling is, I don't know, I'm not Logan, so I don't know if wrestling is going to be a main focus uh, in his future for the next few years, but I loved every second of that match. Take take away the uh, shenanigans with Jake Paul and uh, Logan's two friends and the Usos and Solo Sokoa, take that out, you have a amazing celebrity match. Probably the best celebrity wrestling match of all time. I, I, I do think that was the best celebrity match of all time. Maybe you throw in Bad Bunny's tag team match at WrestleMania, but, I mean, Bad Bunny hasn't had a one-on-one -on -one match. Logan has, and Logan's fought for a title. So, I think it's tough to beat that. And I now cannot wait to see Logan wrestle again. He is a draw. Whether you like it or not, Logan Paul is now officially a draw, and WWE have the rights to Logan Paul as a draw. I cannot wait to see what Logan does next in the WWE, whether it's another title match with Roman, or it's maybe another feud with The Miz. Whoever calls out Logan and calls him out to a match, Logan is going to put on another fantastic performance. Hopefully his ACL, MCL, and meniscus are... Uh, get her fully recovered soon because I want to see Logan wrestle again. What a star in the making Logan Paul is. Cannot wait to see him perform again in front of live fans. What a performance. Uh, that's really all I have here on the 
Crown Jewel pay-per-view. Very, very solid uh, pay-per-view by the WWE. Um, obviously, <laughs> they got a lot of viewership for the Logan Paul and Reigns match, and many people were blown away. So props to WWE for putting on another fantastic uh, pay-per-view. Triple H is definitely showing that he can put on great wrestling shows when he's given the chance. And I cannot wait to see more uh, Triple H uh, WWE booking for the next uh, few, hopefully, long years. But uh, with that being said, hope you all enjoyed this recap. Hopefully uh, you will give my uh, YouTube channel a like and subscribe. You'll give my podcast a five-star rating. Uh, you can get this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, hopefully y'all tune in next time. I will see you guys later. Peace. I'm out.